Welcome to another 10-minute commute. I am your host, Sherrod, and I am so glad to share with you again uh, this week. Uh, Remember, this is our 10-minute segment that we have introduced here on Behind the Grind to share with you each week, to kick off your week, to launch your week, to get your week started. Uh, No matter when you're listening to this, whether it's in the morning, the afternoon, how you're listening to it, in the car, working out, regardless, we're thankful that you are tuned in, you're tapped in to support us right here on Behind the Grind. Listen, this week, food for thought. The thought theme that I want to talk about this week is a phrase that I recently came into knowledge of um, through my wife, right? We were talking and she shared this phrase called deal with it, right? I don't really know what we were talking about, but I remember saying, wow, I like that. I like that. Deal with it. And just to kind of give you a little background of it, uh, deal with it just simply means sometimes you're, 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 you know, you're dealing with someone and they may have a problem or issue with you, whatever the case may be, and you may share something or you may have shared something that they weren't ready for. And the end of the day, you're just saying, deal with it, right? Deal with it. Whatever it is, whatever was on your mind, whatever you were thinking about, however, whatever was coming through, after it is a good way to sell it, just saying deal with it, right? In other words, I'm not going to hold on to this. This is something that I've been holding on to or may have don't want to hold on to. In other words, you deal with it. You work that out. You figure it out. But I'm going to share what's on my mind. I'm going to express myself. I'm going to tell you how I feel, whatever the case may be. But the end of the day, the phrase deal with it. And I thought that was very interesting, especially for me and my wife. You know, we're, we're individuals that are very conscious oriented of other people and their thoughts, their, the things that they're going through. And we're very careful per se. I guess that's a better way to say it. We care, we're careful. And so sometimes we may hold on. We're maybe those individuals that may hold on to something or potentially not say something right off, right? We will we'll allow people to kind of, uh, um, find the right timing to say it or whatever the case may be but there's times in life that we're finding that there's times where you just need to express it right you need to just let someone know if someone has wronged you or some kind of way that you feel somebody did something to you Uh, if you can handle it properly right not causing a, a huge fight or confrontation there are times where you just need to share and sometimes if you're a believer there's times where the holy spirit may uh nudge you to share a thought to share a phrase to tell somebody how you really feel you know um not to hold on to that it's not healthy in some cases you know some of us um hold on to things that are unhealthy and we don't want to share that because Uh, We don't want to hurt someone else. And so sometimes we're dealing with it. But then there's times where we need to share that and express that so that that thing doesn't turn around internally on ourselves and that we're holding on to it and we're not telling someone um, how we really feel. Whatever the case may be, deal with it. But I want to take that a little bit further and I want to talk to you as leaders today. There are some things that we need to address there's some conflicts that we need to run to per se, meaning conflicts and things that we're afraid to because maybe we're afraid of conflict that we don't express ourselves. We may not share some things because we don't want to have that problem. And so we may, again, hold on to certain things as leaders. We may not address certain uh individuals who we may manage or lead we may not address them properly because we don't want to uh, upset the apple cart per se right we don't want to make things go left but and there's times where you're not supposed to say that let's just be honest there's times where you're not supposed to say that but there's times that we need to gauge because there's times where we need to address what they call the elephant in the room 
the issue before us, the thing that could get out of hand, the thing that could blow up and fester in your organization, whatever that or uh, whatever you want to happen in your organization. If you don't deal with this issue, it's going to become a problem and it's going to come back and bite you later. And many leaders know what I'm talking about. Some people can do naturally. They have no problem. They're always uh, addressing things. Now that can, that, that can be a little off too as well if you're always coming in to address things. But the person I'm talking to today is those individuals that struggle with addressing things. Now I don't believe that you always have to uh, rock the uh, uh, apple cart, but there's times where you do have to rock the apple cart. Let me give you an example. Again, if you're a believer, you know the example in the uh, scriptures. I believe it was in Matthew, uh, right around the 21st chapter. We know Jesus, you know, the very famous story when Jesus goes into the temple, right? He goes into the temple and they are uh, exchanging money. They're selling doves. They're doing all of these different things right in the house of God. And Jesus is conflicted right away, right? He walks into this experience. He walks into this situation where everything is chaotic. Everything is off balance. Everything is way off of what it should be. It's a sacred place, right? It should not be used for these type of things. Now, um, he goes, but he addresses it. Now, he could have let it slide because some of us have this impression or perception of Jesus that he is always this, maybe, maybe this person that may not address things a certain way or maybe he's passed. Some people may have that thought at times, right? And there's times where he addresses things in a different manner. But in this particular case, he addresses things head on and he addresses it just the way it should be. For he, he not only does he address it, but he reminds them of what the house of the Lord is, is for. In verse 13, he says, it is written for my house, he says, shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. In other words, he's saying that this house, my house was not set up for you to make a profit. Your My house wasn't set up for you to do all of these things that I'm seeing taking place right here in the temple. My house was designed simply for prayer. It's simply supposed to be sacred. It's simply supposed to be set apart. And he addresses that thing head on. He, he goes right to it and he confronts it. Now the question is, what would have happened if Jesus would not have said anything? If he would have been uh, a word I've, we've learned uh, over the last few years, complicit, right? What if he would have been complicit and not said anything? What if he would not have addressed the issue? What if he would have not have said that his actions would have condoned what was going on? But he had to address it. I don't know what it is in your business. What is it that potentially you may be facing or maybe uh, creeping up in your business that you need to tackle and you need to confront? I'm going to help you in this case. Even Jesus had to address some things right head first. He had to address it in your business, in your organization, whatever place that you lead, whatever team that you lead, whatever function that you're functioning in. There may be something in your uh, area that you've been holding on to. This gives you permission to address it, to, to, to face it head on. And in other words, let them deal with it, right? Let them deal with it. Quit holding on and being conscious of what are they going to say? What are they going to do if I say it this way? What if I, uh, they're going to be mad at me or they're going to be upset with me? No, the question is this cannot prolong. This can't go on. We can't allow this thing to uh, continue down this road. So we need to 
deal with it personally. I need to deal with it. I need to confront it, but then also leaving it for them to understand what they need to deal with when they have disrespected, right? Or they have uh, not followed the, the rules or they have gotten off course of what the mission, what the purpose, what your values are in your organization or on in your department, whatever the case may be, they have they steered away from it. Now is your time to address them and understand that they need to that that they need to handle it and get it right. They need to deal with it, but ultimately you need to bring it to the forefront and you need to deal with it. I love reading Matthew. If you're a person that struggles with conflict or stepping up to the plate and doing what you're supposed to do, I, I uh, strongly suggest that you meditate on this scripture. Not only this one, it goes on in Matthew 21. It goes on to that that verse where it shares, if you're familiar with it, where Jesus. Jesus has to address the fig tree, right? There was a moment when he was hungry, he was looking for some fruit, and the tree looked like it had leaves. It had the appearance that it, it, it had leaves, it looked fruitful, it looked like it was prosperous, but ultimately the tree did not have fruit, right? And he was hungry, right? He, he had to curse the tree, right? He had to curse it that that tree would uh, wither away, right? Because it had the form that it was uh, productive. It had the form that it would produce. But ultimately, it was standing, uh, <laughs> taking on an image that it would be productive when ultimately it wasn't producing anything. And Jesus addressed it. He dealt with it. And he confronted it right head on. So again, I don't know if you struggle with dealing with um, confronting some things. Uh, this message in this 10-minute commute is to give you permission to deal with whatever it is in your life, whether it's in your personal life, whether it's in your business, whatever it is that you need to deal with. Go ahead and deal with it. And then whoever you're concerned about what they may feel or how they may take it, you know, give them that grace to deal with it themselves. So that's enough for this week. I hope you got something out of it. I hope this blessed somebody who may be struggling in a leadership role or just in a in whatever role they may be in. There's something you need to confront, something you need to face. I'm giving you permission. The Lord is giving you permission. He's going to back you up. You need to deal with it, confront it, and handle it right where it is, right at its core. Until next week, we'll be right back here on the 10-Minute Commute. Make sure you check us out on Friday for our long uh, conversation or our conversations that we have right here on Behind the Grind.